welcome to Over 40 with the Shorty, the podcast. I am T.L. Brown, founder and head mama in charge at Over 40 with the Shorty. And guys, we are here once again, getting ready to dig into the season finale, episode 10. Did you guys hear me? I said episode 10. This is huge. This is major. And I just needed to take a minute to tell you guys how thankful I am to have made it to episode 10. This 10th episode is like a huge dream. This is a significant milestone. It was one of those silent milestones that I set for myself. One of those unspoken dreams that I, you know, I had never really said out loud about the podcast. But here we are, guys. We are at episode number 10. We did it. We did it. We did it. I made it. I am so super excited if you can't tell. And just talk about just the witnessing of the tangible manifestation of just this lofty goal that I had for the podcast. Thank you, Lord. And many thanks to all of you guys for being along on the ride with us. Super excited to be at this point with the podcast and how it's growing and what I'm learning. And just, I can't wait till season two and what I'm going to be able to accomplish and share with you guys in that upcoming season. So, you know, with all of that being said, um, and in case you guys haven't had a chance to catch up on some of the latest episodes of the podcast, especially episode nine, I humbly ask that you guys continue to take a moment. If you've already listened to them, absolutely. Thank you. Review them if you need to, if you haven't and you need to play catch up, Please, 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 I continue to ask you guys to tune in, check us out. Let me know what you think. Um, Specifically in episode nine, we talked all about the topic of dreams and just making sure that you guys are thinking about your dreams, getting back on board and on track with your dreams. And I just wanted to be iron sharpening iron for you guys as I shared with you some of my dreams and how I'm proposing to move forward to accomplish some of those dreams. And hopefully it inspired you guys to do the same and gave you that push, gave you that extra stretch, that extra nudge to keep moving forward. Um, But in this episode, in episode 10, I wanted to do something fun and lighthearted in this episode. And I wanted to just spend some time talking to you guys about I don't know, something that may seem odd to you, but it's really not. But it's all about my love for bags and containers and boxes and anything that I can get my hands on to use to keep us organized around here. And so, yeah, I'm going to dedicate a a portion of this particular episode to talking about those containers that I use, those mom bags that I use to help keep me in line. And then also I'm going to dig in um, later on in the episode and tell you a little bit about some of the favorite things that my shorty and I have been gravitating toward and using the most um, in these last several months. And then if you guys hang with me, I have a special surprise, a quick giveaway that I want to share with you all as well. So come on, y'all. Buckle up. Let's get started. Welcome and thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on episode 10, our season finale of the Over 40 with the Shorty, the podcast. Thanks, guys. Let's go.
my everyday BMS life, and BMS is short for before my shorty, um, I was one of those ladies who frequented a popular store, niche retailer called the Container Store. And I'm sure you guys are really familiar with the store, but I would go in there and I would walk in and become mesmerized, absolutely mesmerized by the number of aisles and just the various types of containers that they had that lined the shelves. And they were so neatly ordered and there would be rows and rows and rows of just solutions that had somehow been, you know, expertly curated for the store that would help solve any of the organizational challenges that many of us encounter. I am sure I'm not alone. Um, and, and regardless of whether or not you want to admit it, you probably have gone into the container store a time or two and have also been just completely mesmerized by what they had to offer in there. And so, you know, along the way over the years, I have gone in there and I've found, you know, pretty little boxes for small keepsakes. Um, I've found boxes and other bags and, and baskets in there that I could use to house some of the magazines that I had. Some of them I consider collector's items or, you know, things that magazines that are no longer in print. I wanted to find a way that I could display them. And so I've gone into the container store to find a solution for that quote unquote problem or challenge that I was having um, and keeping them all straight and keeping them all safe and protected. And so, you know, just over the years and especially now as a mama in her 40s, I have just found the growing need to want to keep things tidy and to want to keep things organized and truly organized, not just so that it looks appeared but uh, or have the appearance of being organized, but truly being in a place, everything having its proper spot. And I am a work in progress as it relates to organizing, but certainly, especially as a mama um, and having a four and a half year old, yes, you definitely got to make sure that you remain organized. And so my fascination with, I don't know, containers and boxes and bins, you know, isn't contained or confined to just the container store. Um, I think if you guys are visitors of any, you know, retailer, um, you'll find that they have a home section um, and certainly full of things that you can use to help you keep your own things in check and to keep your stuff in order. And I don't know, I am, I don't know if you guys know, and I may have mentioned this in previous episodes of the podcast, but I am a huge lover of the TJX, excuse me, the TJX family of stores and TJX meaning, um, of course, TJ Maxx, but that also includes home goods. It also includes Marshalls. And so literally my routine, when I go into any of my favorite stores, those favorite stores, I make my round. I have a, I guess a roadmap, if you will, of every time I go in, these are the things that I must check. And Going through the home section certainly is one of or a part of my routine when I go in those stores. But I mean, I have found things like a shelf, you know, to, to house my growing vinyl collection. And as I, you know, find more albums and I continue to grow in that space, yes, I certainly have needed a solution um, for keeping my albums orderly and tidy. And so I've found things that, you know, will help me do that in Home Goods and in TJ Maxx, as well as Marshalls. I mean, they have things in there, guys, for your desk and they have ways or, you know, 
baskets that you can use to hold your towels. I even have a bin that I got from there that holds my laundry. Um, so yes, 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 yes. Definitely am one who wants to be organized. Definitely have, I won't call it an addiction, but I have an affinity towards um, my collection of bags, boxes, bins, and containers. And again, I use them to keep myself orderly. Um, and so here recently, I just found um, a bookshelf for my shorty because as he is in preschool now and um, beginning to learn to read and, and developing um, his love for reading right now, it's a love-hate relationship with reading. Um, but I think once he is able to read without having to stop and ask questions or once he's getting those uh, sight words mastered, he will uh, certainly have an appetite for reading. Um, and so I'm encouraging that. And so one of the ways that I'm encouraging that is, you know, I picked up a bookshelf for him, bookshelf for him, where he can house all of his books and he can get to them relatively easily. Um, and then another thing that I've purchased recently or found recently was a set of, I don't know, I guess they're toy chests. Um, because I, I think I've mentioned to you guys as well, he has a budding, growing collection of Avengers action figures and all Avengers related things and toys. And so I wanted to find a way for him to, you know, house those things so that they're not constantly in the middle of the floor, but instead they're in their proper place inside of that toy chest. And so, yes, it is Avengers themed. Yes, it is a type of container. Yes, it is one that I've purchased for my shorty. So I am sure that he's going to become very accustomed to his mama and her ways of organizing and finding a proper place for the things that he has as well. And so... I say all that to say, guys, not only do I, you know, use bins and not only do I use other types of containers to house things, but I guess that also spills over into my, you know, my purse and my personal bag wardrobe. And, you know, let me explain a little bit further about what I mean in, in this instance. And so, yes, I have containers for all of the stuff in the house, but then I've also developed a sense or a need for um, purses or pocketbooks in varying sizes and shapes and for, you know, various pur purposes. And so um, I think, you know, for like most purse carriers, like for most lovers of, you know, a good self-respecting pocketbook um, lover, you will find that there is the belief among us that there is a bag for every occasion. And so with that in mind, yes, I do believe that, you know, there are certain bags that you need to carry at certain times because not not always do you want to carry the largest bag in your collection, but you will also need to contain things in a smaller fashion. And so at those instances, you know, I, I have just found that it's it's a really good thing to have options to choose from. And so I by no means am no purse expert. However, I do have um, a really close cousin who is a purse expert. And I, I look at her as the bag whisperer. And I know if she's listening to this podcast right now, she knows that I'm talking about her. But yes, I have learned a thing or two from her and then from a few other stylish mamas that it is important to have a good container or excuse me, a good purse um, to fit the many needs in your wardrobe. And so Y'all, as I entered into motherhood and I didn't realize how often um, I was going to need to rely on a bag of sorts. Um, but prior to becoming a mama and during my nesting phase, I kept hearing people tell me, girl, you got to make sure you choose a good diaper bag. You got to make sure that it's functional. And so I'm like a diaper bag. Like, seriously, 
I need a diaper bag of a certain nature um, to make it through these early days of motherhood. And they were absolutely correct. You need a very functional uh, diaper bag, baby bag, whatever you want to call it. Um, and for me, there were some other qualifications that it had to had to have as well. Like I needed it to be somewhat stylish too. Um, because in my mind and in my thought, I was going to just use the diaper bag and also house it or use it as my purse as well so that I wouldn't have to be the bag lady carrying 15,000 bags on her shoulder in addition to pushing the stroller with her newborn. And so, yes, I, you know, after months and months of search, found a bag that, you know, I fell head over heels in love with. Um, it was stylish. It was a navy blue color, so not too, you know, girlish looking. One that was still chic enough for me to carry just as my purse, but even though it had the essentials for my shorty in there, I remember it very well. It's kind of an almond shape. It was kind of retro in feel. Um, it had a pair of handles on top, so there were top handles that I can carry on my forearm. And then it also had this really Really cool long shoulder strap that I could carry crossbody style. Y'all, it was a thing of beauty. And once I found it, I was very proud of myself for, you know, sticking to my guns and not just finding or accepting the first bag that I found, but certainly fit, found one that fit my own personal style. Um, and so, yeah, it was the right color, color combination. It was the right price. And it was, you know, that multi-purpose diaper bag slash pocketbook for me at the time. And I don't know. I just think it took me a little while to find that bag. But once I did, um, I was super excited about it. And I was trying to think the other day what the name of it was. And it I actually found it online. It is called um, the maker is Danzo, D-A-N-Z-O. And it's their retro bag. So, yes, I spent a whole lot of time locating the perfect diaper bag for me. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time going through the things that I carried in my bag. I mean, my shorty's diaper bag, not my bag, but um, in my shorty's diaper bag, um, because I, for the most part, it was pretty standard stuff. There was nothing unusual or out of the ordinary about that diaper bag other than the fact that I loved it. I thought it was chic and I thought that, you know what, it was never really all that noticeable as a diaper bag. And anytime somebody said, oh, is that your diaper bag? Of course, I smiled a mile wide because I felt like, okay, well, that validates my search. And that means that, you know what, I think I picked wisely for myself. But as I moved beyond um, my days of carrying that diaper bag, you know, I felt myself instantly thrust back into the search of finding that next bag that was going to carry me um, through, I guess, my current stage into in the in these preschooler days. And so at that time, I was re-entering the world of, all right, well, let me find the next bag that's going to work for me um, post-infant stage. And, you know, I looked around and I saw lots of mamas and I saw lots of non-mamas who were carrying, I don't know, you guys have seen them. They're actually tote bags and they're two-strap or two-handled bags, um, usually fairly large so that you could carry things in. But for the most part, all of them were super stylish. And I mean, all of you know your major brand makers and bag makers carry their own version of a tote. And if you know me, then I felt challenged once again to find that perfect bag for me. And so um, after looking and, and realizing that I had to be practical, but then also realizing that I no longer was going to be carrying as much of uh, my home-based baby materials um, that were necessary during the younger days, the early days, 
I uh, searched and searched, and then I finally found a bag that was, you know, I felt was really nice. And, you know, it certainly was that natural progression for me coming out of the diaper bag and then moving back into a bag of my own um, that housed some of my shorty stuff. So it went from his bag back to being my bag. Um, and I found one, you know, it was, it, it's black and I still actually carry it, um, but it's black and, you know, something that I thought was pretty practical. I thought that it was stylish enough. And the one thing that I do know about myself is that if I am choosing a bag, if I am choosing shoes or any item of clothing, um, nine times out of 10, I'm going to be looking for some unique characteristic that sets it apart from the thousands of others that you're going to see walking down the street. I don't know. That's just my little quirk. I have always been that way. I'm always going to find some variance to, you know, what everybody else is carrying. And that works for me. So I know you all have your specific specifics that you have to have and, you know, your bags, your purses or your, you know, articles of clothing. But for me, I'm looking for that one or two, you know, distinct, distinct feature about that item that, you know, makes it uniquely mine. And so it could be anything from the hardware color. It could be the feet on the bottom of the bag. It could be to how it closes or zips, um, or maybe even the stitching that the manufacturer has used on the back. I don't know. It just, for me, needs to be a little something that just expressed my, I don't know, my, my own little flair. And it's just always been my quirk. And I'm sure it will continue to be my quirk um, from here on out. But for me, I finally found that bag that I thought was going to be suitable and I started using it. And yes, there is a combination of things that are just purely my things, but then also I have things in there um, that lend themselves to being able to entertain and be used for my shorty. about this bag y'all so this new black tote bag of mine it's not new anymore but at the time it was new this black tote bag i was calling i don't know for lack of a better word or better way to describe it my mary poppins bag and i know you guys are probably laughing but if you mamas are anything like me you know exactly what i am talking about if i call it my mary poppins bag and Inside of this bag, it was everything I needed to save my life at any given moment. And it's been life-changing. It has been absolutely what I need when I need in the moment. And I mean, inside of this Mary Poppins bag, y'all, I think the contents inside of mine um, is always enviable by those mamas who may not be as prepared or those papas who may wish they were able to carry a man bag um, as they are toting their, their toddlers and their preschoolers around. But let me just give you an idea of some of the things that, you know, were, were in my bag. And, and, and certainly I know it's going to vary from bag to bag, but for me, inside of my Mary Poppins bag right now, I'm carrying things like, I don't know. For instance, I 
have, um, of course, some wipes. I mean, what mama doesn't have some wet wipes in her bag. And I also am carrying things like some quick snacks in there. So in case, you know, somebody gets hungry, um, I have something salty, um, a, a salty snack in there. I have a sweet snack in there. I have um, some gum, some mints, just those things that are um, going to keep him from saying, mommy, I'm hungry and making us have to stop if we were out and about. Um, but as you know, we're in this pandemic still, so we're not doing a whole lot of out and about, but you guys get the the general or the gist of what I'm saying. Um, I also inside this bag have what I am calling a, a makeshift um, first aid kit or emergency kit, if you will. And it basically is just a separate little pouch that has um, a few band-aids. It's got an antiseptic little swab or patch. I have got some aspirin in there, both for me and for him. I have a couple of alcohol swabs, a little, you know, small square packs that you'll see. Um, I've got some Vaseline, a little bit of Carmex for some chapped lips. It also has safety pins, some hand sanitizer. I've got a phone charger. Good grief. I've got a, some few actual dollar bills and some quarters in there because you just never know when you're in a situation and um, they don't take, for whatever reason, they don't take your card. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of dollars in there that I can use in that instance. And of course I have some lotion in there. Um, and then last but not least in my Mary Poppins bag, y'all, I have what I call some attention keepers. Um, there's anything in this little pouch or I've got a couple of pouches, but in this particular pouch, it's got everything from, I don't know, little small handheld toys. It's got, I've got some stickers. Um, there's a couple of crayons in this pouch. I've also got some of those little small pocketbooks. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. You've seen them. Um, and then I've got, you know, just like a word search for me or a Sudoku puzzle book for me, just in case we're ever somewhere and we got to occupy the time for a little bit. Then these are the things that I keep inside of my Mary Poppins bag just for the two of us. Now, as great as I think my Mary Poppins bag is, I will say that right now in these pandemic days, me and Mary Poppins, mm, we haven't been rolling that tight together. Um, yeah, I'm not trying to do a whole lot of getting out these days because we, in my mind, still need to be pretty cautious um, with our comings and goings because the virus is still lingering around and um, the rates just haven't improved enough for me to resume to normal activity. So yeah, I am finding that I, I'm really and truly trying to keep my my outings, my comings and goings pretty um, infrequent, if you will. But when I do leave the house, I have now resorted to carrying um, a small kind of smart little crossbody bag that, you know, doesn't require a whole lot of fuss. It, it helps me be hands-free um, so that I'm not constantly pulling at it, tugging on it. It's something that can move pretty quickly with me, stay close to my body, make sure I'm not dropping anything. And it certainly just gets up and go goes with me wherever I may be going or dashing into um, pretty quick. So yes, I certainly recommend mamas in these days and times a crossbody. Crossbody bag is perfect for these times that we're in. It's perfect for even outside of the pandemic. They're perfect to me, perfect for when you're moving along pretty quickly and you don't want to be weighed down by your trusty Mary Poppins. But believe me when I say that even though it's small, it is mighty because it is still um, packed with what I consider to be the essentials for getting around and not being caught um, off guard when I might need something. But yeah, it's just a condensed version of what I would 
would normally carry under normal circumstances. But um, yeah, and so right now I will say in my uh, crossbody bag carrying days, I have an, an extra mask for myself because of course I'm wearing one, my shorty's wearing one. Um, but then I also have that extra one in there for both of us in case something happens to the one that we may be currently sporting. So yes, it's just reflective of the days and times that we're in, but yeah, you guys certainly need to figure out and find those bags that are functional for you, that work for you. Um, the combination of these three work for me. And I don't know, I'll just continue, I guess, maybe in the next season, just sharing with you guys some of the finds that I have um, that help me um, on a personal level become and stay organized as it relates to my bags and my purses. Um, and then also if I find really cool things for the house that'll help keep you organized, I'll share those with you too. I'll be right back. guys. So now that we've covered my love for all things container related, whether it be a box bag, a Mary Poppins bag, or a bin, I thought it would be fun for us to shift gears a little bit and talk about just some of the favorite things that have come my way, that have come across um, our way as we are, you know, still in the pandemic, as I mentioned a little bit ago, but then also things that I've just found that have made um, our lives, our days a little more fun. And so the first one being on my list, and I, of course, will share um, some links to each of these things, or I'll post pictures on the social media sites so that you get an idea of what I'm talking about, what they look like, and where you can find them. But the first thing on my list is a bento box. And I know um, bento boxes have been around for quite some time. I have actually been fascinated by them for uh, many, many years and just had never tried them, though I'd always admired them. I even have a classmate from high school who, I don't know, she creates and curates chef-worthy, beautiful bento boxes for her daughter's lunch and each day. And so I have, she posts pictures about them and, and shares what's in them. And I am certainly always impressed by the creations she makes and just her daughter's um, growing and expanding palette. And so, yeah, the bento box has been one of those things that I said, well, one day I'm going to do that. So as of late, I have actually tried doing them. Um, I bought a larger size for me and a, I guess a smallish size for my shorty. Um, and so I've been utilizing them as he's in virtual school. I've been utilizing a bento box because, it's, you know, it's cute. It's compact. It's a little meal box. Um, it helps us practice portion control and I don't know, I think he's finding it interesting to have a variety of things in his lunchbox, if you will, um, through the day. And it's certainly encouraging him to try new stuff too. So yes, the bento box has been great. I bought a brand and it's called Kinsho, K-I-N-S-H-O, founded on Amazon. You can find them everywhere, anywhere that you normally shop. I will say that if you want to get inspired about how to make bento boxes work um, in your lives, and especially in these days where we're all doing a lot of meal prepping, yeah, check out a bento box, do a quick Google search, and just look at 
all of the many ways, all of the beautiful art that is created each day um, by mamas all over the world. Um, and then also just get some inspiration and, and understand what goes in them. And the, 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 I guess there's a science behind them as well. So I'm learning more about them. But I wanted to share that as one of my first favorite things. So the next item up on my list of favorite things, um, and I think as I should tell you guys, I'm going to do a few of mine and a few of my shorties if I didn't say that in the beginning of this segment. But um, the next item on my favorite things list would be um, the Potby Kids Desk and Chair Set. And so, you know, once we gotten had reached the decision to uh, do virtual learning for the first half of the school year for my shorty, you know me, the search was on to find a suitable kids desk that was going to work for um, converting his little office space, as I've been calling it, into one that was functional um, for him and then one that would kind of work with the decor that we had in the house. And so I came across this little desk um, after, again, much search and trying to identify what was going to work. And the Pot B Kids desk and chair set certainly was one that caught my eye. It has a, I don't know, I don't, and I'll, like I said, I'll post pictures of it, but it has a book stand that comes with it. Um, there's a pullout drawer. And, and, and for the most part, the desk is very sturdy. Like he uses it every single day. He can, it's enough tabletop space for him to have um, his kid's Chromebook on there. He has a pencil box and a mouse and a mouse pad on there. And then there's some surface area for him to actually do the writing that he's um, having to do while he's online at school. Um, so that those things were really great about this particular desk. The other thing that I really liked about the desk was that it was wasn't a desk just for now. Um, it was a desk for him to grow into and it's adjustable in height. So as he grows, of course, the desk can grow along with him. And the same being true for the chair. They're all, um, both of them are adjustable. You can raise them, lower them to whatever preference you may have for your shorties. Um, and then the other thing that was really cool about this particular desk is that the desktop itself was tiltable. So yes, there was a whole lot of thought that went into selecting and finding the right desk. Um, and be, and it is certainly proven to be that key ingredient to our homeschool setup for my shorty. Um, I think at last look, when I got the desk for my shorty, they uh, many of the retailers were um, selling out of them. So that was in the late July, August timeframe. Um, but prior to recording this episode, guys, I looked online on, at several retailers and looks like they're all back in stock again. So if you are on the hunt for a desk setup, um, for your shorties, if they're, you know, at home doing virtual learning or doing some, you know, even for their normal everyday homework, this desk is certainly a, um, a workhorse for us. And I'm thinking that you guys, once you see it, you'll like it too. And again, I chose the gray color because it just kind of blended and coordinated with everything else that we had going on in the room where we've set up shop. So for the third item of my personal choosing on the list of favorite things would be um, my bicycle. And I told you guys a couple of episodes back that I had been on the search once again for a bicycle that um, would be one that I would want to ride and get on on a regular basis. Finally found one. And the bike that I chose was the Schwinn Wayfarer. And the Wayfarer is a hybrid cruiser type bicycle. Um, and I know if you are on the hunt right now for a bike and you are starting to understand, you know, just the various kinds and styles of bike, this is a hybrid bicycle. 
Um, I am absolutely enjoying this bicycle more than I ever thought that I would. I would say that, you know, especially right now as we're not getting out a whole lot, this bicycle probably has been hands down one of my better um, finds, especially in these pandemic days. Um, we are like finding ourselves itching to get outside at the end of the day, hop on our bicycles and just ride and just, you know, enjoy being outside. And it's become one of those activities that we are loving to do together. And it's just some time for us to just kind of bond and do our thing on a bicycle. My shorty um, has learned to ride his own bike without training wheels, I think I shared. And so now I'm able to ride with him. We're all able to get on the bike and, and do some fun stuff together with, you know, something that's an activity, something that's recreational something that requires us to get outside of the house and and to move a bit. And so, yes, I am truly, truly loving the bike. Um, would think that you guys will love it too. I will say that for us over 40 mamas, a couple of things that will be key for you to look for as you're looking for a bike. Um, make sure the handlebars are upright so that you're not having to bend over. Make sure that the seat on the bike is ample enough to uh, accommodate you. And, and if you um, have any questions, certainly ask me, um, shoot me an email, you know how to reach me. But yes, make sure that the seat is one that accommodates your assets. And I'm going to leave it at that. Um, the Schwinn Wayfarer is certainly not a very heavy bike, but it is a very durable, quite sturdy bike. And I'm able to, you know, put it in the back seat of the car when I need to. Um, if we're going to, you know, ride somewhere outside of the neighborhood, then yes, it's easy to load up. I would also say that, you know what, um, as you get used to riding your bike or as you're proving to yourself that this is going to be a purchase or an investment that you're going to use on a regular basis, you'll probably end up wanting to trick it out like I tricked mine out a little bit. I've got a basket now up front for my bike to hold my phone so that I can use my little app to track, you know, how far we're riding. And it adds up at the end of the day as some activity points um, on my Apple Watch. I am also, um, I've also tricked it out with a new seat. Um, one that's got just a little bit more spring support as well as a little more cushion in it too. Um, so yeah, as you get comfortable with your bike, as you find that you're utilizing it more, yeah, you're going to find that you're going to customize it and, and make it your own. But you know, that's just what I've done. And I certainly would say, yes, hands down, having a bicycle to be able to ride with my shorty certainly has been a fantastic um, investment. And I encourage you all to do the same. So we've covered my top three favorite things right now. Um, and so let's start in on my shorty's top three things that he has been utilizing um, quite a great deal um, in these last few few months. And the first one on his list, I would say, would be um, it's called the Hearthsong Build-A-Fort Indoor Tent. And so it literally is a tent, if you will. It is I found it at Home Goods. Um, yes, on one of my infrequent trips to Home Goods, I found it, I snatched it, and I ran out of the store. Um, of course, I paid for it, but I thought it would be a cool little way for him to carve out a space in his room um, and create a play area, some a structure for him to play inside of. And so, yes, it's a tent. 
Um, it was easy to put together. It stands roughly, I don't know, six feet tall. It's got these swingable um, doors that can close, open and close. Um, it's a pretty sturdy, pretty solid structure. Um, they use, uh, I guess, some closing apparatuses or some Velcro strips to connect all of the panels together. Um, again, I'll post a picture of it because it might be a little hard for me to describe, but yes, it is an indoor tent. Um, yes, he is utilizing it, which I'm quite surprised by. And what I will say that is the way the manufacturer designed it, the panels that create the actual tent are white. They're cardboard and really sturdy, and you certainly can um, have your shorties create their own color schemes. They can color on them. They can add stickers to them to personalize them. Um, it really is something that I think you'll want to keep up for a little while, and it gives them, you know, it creates that own little, I guess, fantasy area for them to, you know, play and have their own little scenarios. I, I think you can do things like puppet shows inside of them. My shorty right now is using it for his Avengers Tower, and so right now all of his um, homies are, his Avengers homies are hanging out inside the tower. He's got a couple of flashlights in there that he's using. And certainly it allows for, you know, just tons of time for him to spend in there and use his imagination. And he creates Avengers battles and missions for all of his homies to, to I guess, create and solve. And so, yeah, it has been truly one of those things that I'm really excited that he has gravitated towards. It was a great find. And I would encourage you all, if you are on the hunt for something that's going to keep them occupied, this hearth song fort slash tent um, certainly is a keeper in my book. So speaking of Avengers, um, the next items that I will say that are on my shorties list um, certainly have been Hasbro's Slash and Strike Black Panther and then also um, Black Panther's arch rival Killmonger. And so, yes, he loves all things Avengers and... I, you know, he's got a whole lot of action figures that are probably the standard 12 inch size, but somehow I think we we're watching a YouTube video or I don't know, I think we saw them somewhere else and he was like, you know what, I think I would like to have those. So I made him wait for a little while and um, get a get a good grip on some of his little quick household chores that he's been doing and we rewarded him with the purchase of these uh, two action figures. These uh, Hasbro's uh, Slash and Strike, Black Panther, and Killmonger are a little bit larger, a little bit taller um, than your standard traditional action figures. These stand at about, I don't know, 14 inches or so, and they really make a difference in presence. Um, they've got some really cool features about them. They actually have several phrases that they speak. Um, these particular action figures light up. They have some swinging momentum um, motion that happens between them. So when you're creating those battles between the two, um, it gives it just a little more um, fun things to do while you're playing with your action figures. It makes them a little more interactive. And certainly um, right now they are they get top billing from my shorty as it relates to um, just, you know, all of his action figures, all of his Avengers and, and where they all kind of rank on his favorite or things to play with or which ones to play with, I should say. And then the really cool piece about that, too, is um, 
I guess with the passing of Chadwick Boseman and just, you know, how well and how expertly he played Black Panther, we just thought it was a fitting tribute to his honor. And so, yes, um, I would certainly say if you've got an Avengers lover, then the Slash and Strike Black Panther, the Slash and Strike Killmonger are certainly ones that you may want to consider adding to your lineup of Avengers. Um, and then last but not least for my shorty, the other items that I would say that have just made top top dog for him would be the his growing collection of Ruby's Avengers costumes. And so, um, you know, Mama's, of course, costumes are certainly those things that you buy at Halloween time. But around here, costumes are a part of his everyday wardrobe. And on any given day of the week, my shorty can wake up and say, you know what, today I want to be Thor or today I want to be Iron Man or Captain America. And so Ruby's has this really cool, I guess it's a trunk um, of costumes that your your shorties can use to switch in and out of their favorite superheroes. Um, they look pretty much like the real thing that you'll see in the movies. They're easy to get in and out of. Um, a lot of times they've got the Velcro, I guess, fastenings in the back. So he can switch out of them. They're durable, y'all. They're breathable. Um, and I don't know, they just like look true to life. They look like the real thing. And if your shorties are anything like mine and they like, um, becoming and transforming into Avengers, then yeah, this is certainly something that I give my stamp of approval on. My shorty gives his stamp of approval on. And again, it's called Rubies, R-U-B-I-E-S. And it's a costume trunk and they're, they're full again of all kinds of switchable, um, Avengers costumes for your kids to get in and out of. They will have a ball playing with these things and pretending that they too are Avengers. So we have come to the end of this episode. Good grief, it was a fast one seemingly for me. Hope that you guys enjoyed it. Yes, yes, yes. Again, this is the season finale. Um, yeah, I can't believe that I'm actually saying season finale. But yes, it is a season finale. We will be back in a few weeks um, with some new episodes, y'all. And again, if you haven't listened to all 10 at this point, please make sure that you do while we're on a little bit of a hiatus for a few weeks. Um, I'm certainly doing some planning of content, certainly looking at new things that we can explore with the podcast and just want to make sure that we're keeping the conversation going. So I will be posting things on my social channels um, and interacting with you guys that way. Um, but before I bring this episode to a complete close, wanted to make sure that I shared with you guys what I was mentioning up front. And that was all about this awesome idea I had for a giveaway. I'm sure some of you have um, seen them before or done or participating in them before. For, but I just really and truly wanted to say thank you in a in a tangible way. Thank you guys so much for following me on this journey, joining me on this journey, and just sharing your thoughts and ideas, giving me your feedback, giving me those thumbs up, and just letting me know that this stuff is resonating with y'all. And so what I'm going to do after I post this episode, guys, I am on my Facebook page, and I'll probably also post it on my IG page as well. But certainly on the Facebook page, I'm going to post a bit of a thank you gift. 
And I just, again, want to say thank you guys for joining me. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to post a Starbucks barcode on that page, a picture of a Starbucks uh, barcode on the page. Want you guys to take it, take a screen grab of it and take it to your local Starbucks and enjoy your favorite beverage on me. And I must say, while supplies last, um, and I know that I don't have to tell you guys this, but just in case some of you or one of you gets overzealous, please, please, please limit your beverage of choice to just one so that I can reach out and, and you know share this cup of coffee, share this beverage with as many listeners as possible. So thank you in advance for adhering to the one beverage policy um, with the barcode. I hope that you guys enjoy it. The one thing that I will ask is that if you are one of the ones that are able to get your hands on a, a cup of coffee or a beverage from Starbucks through our promotion. Guys, I would really love to see you take a selfie with your cup, with your beverage of choice from Starbucks. Share it with me in the comments um, on the Facebook page or on the IG page. And I just want to see what you guys look like. want to see you enjoying your gift. Um, and I know that it's a small thank you and in no way does this amount up to just the amount of gratitude I have for you joining me on this on this journey. But again, I just wanted to, in some short way, say thank you to my over 40 with the shorty family. So hope you guys enjoy it. Please take your selfies and post them in the comments for me. Um, and then while we're on uh, this quick hiatus for a few weeks, just make sure that you continue to check in with our social pages. Um, make sure that you are, if you need to reach me as I am planning content ideas, show ideas for season two, please send them to me at tlbrown at over40withashorty.com. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to Over 40 with the Shorty, the podcast and making season one a success. Y'all, let's get ready for season two. And until the next episode, please take care of yourselves and your shorties. Bye y'all. Talk to you really soon.